0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Because that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Simpson. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, sir! Off the mat with, with Alex Lowes, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. and
1: we are live here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the only wrestling talk show here. I'm going to lower my camera a little bit. Wow, that was really high. Here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, this is Off the Mat with you every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WWSRN. Of course, with me, I got most of my cast here. Uh, First off, and let's begin, uh, Mr. Alex Lowe's, how are you doing,
2: sir? Nothing much, Josh. I've been doing well. It's been a fantastic week in wrestling. Uh, I did I did see something on New Japan that I want to mention early uh, later in the show. So stick with us here the whole way through on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network because we got a good show for you and a good two hours.
1: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And of course, we have a special host for part of the show, Ms. Jillian Cohen. How are you, dearie?
3: I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me back. Looking forward to talking some wrestling.
1: Well, looking forward to having you. And, of course, um, before we do begin and we get to all the stuff, um, we do, unfortunately, we have to start off on a bit of a somber note. Um, our our partner, uh, Lyle Gillen, he is not here um, this week. Um, an unfortunate situation that happened. His dog of many, many years, uh, who I knew for a very long time, knew him for 10 years, Jackson, uh, passed away on Sunday um so lyle is 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 um grieving um dealing with that and of course we send our thoughts and prayers and condolences out there um to lyle to to, to his family and i'll give like just a bit of a moment of silence for for jackson and his family for for you know lyle's dog and everything like that so just bear with me for a second i wanted to do that Thank you, guys. I appreciate that, of course. And, you know, listen, Lyle is like a brother to me. He's somebody that, you know, you know, my father always told me that, you know, with humans, when you lose a human, it's a very, very sad thing. It's depressing. But their feelings towards you can change over and over again with with animals that never changes. Jillian, you're knowing that now cuz you have a new puppy. I just got a dog. Um for she's made several appearances on this show. Man, <laughs> Alex loves that freaking dog. Alex loves my dog. It's it's the funniest thing. Uh but when I come home from work, she's always the first one to greet me at the door. And that's that that never changes. And that, and and, that, and um I have two cats as well. That always greet me too so when you have a dog or cats or any animals they're always the first ones to greet you when you come in no matter what the situation is good day bad day so our thoughts are with you bud um for sure and with your family at this very tough time us here at off the map course and the worldwide sports radio network send our regards to um to lyle and the gillen family and all of them so he will be back with us next week for sure but let's get into everything now before we start into it, let's get into how you can listen and watch us here on WWSRN. And it's very simple. I mean, it's talked about over and over and over and over again. It's like a Paul Heyman a promo. It's like the same thing. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Well, spoiler alert. This is like download our app. It's very simple. You download it. If you have an That's iPhone, you go to the Apple absolutely Store. True. You go to WWSRN. You type that in. You click install. And the app is right there and it's free of charge. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports, all over the place. You get our show articles, all of our show scheduling, bios of all the shows, about the shows, what they're all about. And we're only getting bigger and better every single week. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope. We are on all over the place. And we're also on worldwidesportsradio.com. I dare you to compare our website. To any other website out there on the market. It doesn't even compare, nor does it come close to the amount of production and the amount of time and how organized everything is. We're the only website that gives out analytics. No other site gives out analytics. They don't. And they, we, we give out all the numbers to all you, the fans out there, and we appreciate you every single week, every day for all of our shows, not just our show, all the shows on the network, for tuning in and listening to us every single week. So definitely check out our app, sure and of course alex has the uh off the mat website that he always updates as well um and really quick uh speedy if you just want to put on the ticker just really quickly there's a phone number 203-903-8271 that's 203-903 what is there you go 203-903-8271 i had the number right i just wanted to get make sure please call in we, yes. want, to hear your we want to hear from
2: you guys. We
1: want to entertain you, but we want you to be exactly. part of the fun with us. That's what, this point of, that's what the point of this is. It's to engage you, the fans. Voice your opinions on something. What do you like? What don't you like about what's going on in the sport of professional wrestling right now? What are things you want to change? How do you like the WrestleMania card? What do you think of it? Do you like everything that's happened? It's as simple as a couple of dials on your phone. Click it. And right away, you're going to be on live with us. It's that simple. So, um, Alex, what is the website as well that the fans can reach out? It's
2: uh, off them at www.srn.com. You just look. Uh, there's a Google site link for it on my Instagram page. And it's also on Twitter as well. It's also on our off the mat Twitter. It's in the uh, in our bio, our link bio. And also, really
1: quick, we want to thank our, our wonderful producer, Mr. Speedy PD, always with us. You don't see him now. You usually, see him before the break with the blank screen, and, you know, because he knows so much about wrestling. That's why he comes on with us. <laughs> Not nah. so anyway. Um, <laughs> let's. I I love Speedy. I mean, I I work with Speedy on the weekend crunch I do with Arrow on Friday night. Uh, I we 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 recorded and we have the show on Saturday. So we, we love Speedy. Actually, filled in for Errol, uh two weeks ago, and he did a great job. He killed it. He I mean, knocked out of the park, so that was awesome. So, kudos to him. All right, guys, there is a lot to digest. There's a lot to get into, and we have Jillian on with us till eight thirty, so we want to get as much in as possible. And we are going to start off with a couple of things that we're we'll talk about. But I think the first thing we need to discuss is about <clears throat> excuse me is the news that came out after the Fast Lane pay per view. And that was the release of Andrade, who uh-huh. is now by the way, his contract, it is not a no-move clause. Nope, he, he
2: can go he, anywhere he wants.
1: He can go anywhere he wants and start performing. Exactly. So um Alex, I will let the I'll let the lady and the guest go first. Um, of course, you know, you. lady first as they say. <laughs> Um, that would usually mean Alex goes first, but you're the actual lady on the show this week, so you know. Right. Um, Jillian, what are your thoughts on the Andrade release? Where do you think he ends up, and what's the best spot possible for him? Because I know Alex is really wants to dive into it afterwards.
3: Yeah, actually, good point you brought that up. Andrade, you know, I was actually kind of shocked to hear that he was going to be released, but... You know, if that's his decision, then you know do what's best for him. But I know I was speaking to Alex earlier today, actually, and Alex said, you know, maybe he would, um, was telling me, you know, regarding maybe he wants to go see Andrade in um, New Japan right. or Ring of Honor. Um, like I, I don't think that he would go to AEW. I do not think that that's the right landing spot for him at all. So I. You know, I'm, I don't really watch Ring of Honor or New Japan, but, you know, I'm definitely going to keep a close eye on this, see where he lands up, and, you know, I just hope all the best for him, and his, you know, what he does next, will every, obviously everyone will definitely be watching, but I think Alex would kind of speak more to this decision of where, of, you know, Andrade's release and where he sees him going.
2: So, Josh, uh Based on what Julian said, I do. I feel like uh, Andrade is going to go to to New Japan, mostly over Ring of Honor or AEW because he was originally in Lij. He was a masked wrestler in Lij. But the thing is, if he goes back to New Japan and he goes back to Lij, there's a lot of members in Lij right now. So somebody's either going to get knocked out of Lij. Possibly, we don't know. I'd like to see. Where that goes in the storyline, maybe Andrade goes and joins the Bullet Club. Who knows?
1: I have a lot to say on this, and, and and I I agree with Alex on the landing spots. I think New Japan and Ring of Honor are the perfect spots for him. I know you said there's a lot of members in Lij. The thing is, Evil had just left Lij, so there is a spot to fill that void, and with Hiromu also out for a number of time, a little bit of time. You need somebody else. Uh, uh, L- uh, you, you mentioned it, Alex. Um Roosh was a member of LIJ. Well, Ring of Honor partners with New Japan. So what you could do is Andrade could go to Ring of Honor and partner up with Roosh again and do it that way and be with Roosh on that platform and share the platform and go to New Japan as well. He could do it that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's. I agree with Jillian. AEW is not a spot. I, I can't. It, the roster's too. It's too loaded. I don't think they're going to be able to showcase his talents as much. As well, I, I mean, the thing no, of it they're is, they're not. I mean, the thing of it is, and if you not. notice that the, the the guys that he thanked, I believe, were Triple H, William Regal, and
2: those and. Are- Paul Heyman, yeah, and Paul Heyman, and AEW has been taking shots at all these people. So there's, yeah, no, I agree. There's and, no and, possible so why way. Why would he go there if they're taking why shots? Why would he go I there? He, and he that's stop.
1: the thing. And the thing of it is, is this, is that, you know, when I look at a guy like Andrade, Andrade is one of the most talented guys I think in the world. I mean, Dave Meltzer gave him a five star, and you know, Dave Meltzer, Alex doesn't really give out much, many five star match ratings. Dave oh. Meltzer gave a five-star match rating to Johnny Gargano about no, the match to take not. over Philadelphia and take over Philly. They got a five-star match rating for that. He killed it in NXT. Yes, he, yeah, he a did. When Andrade he was, an
2: well. and yeah, he was an NXT champion. Yeah, he NXT put on a lot of good matches, even against Aleister Black. And, then and he was Black, Black. Champion. Black even showed praise to Andrade, if you saw yeah. that on Twitter.
1: I did. Yes, he did, because that was his first match, and they had a rivalry. Um... And he won the United States Championship, and of course, Zelina Vega was a huge, huge part of his character as well. And you add the aspect of, I think it's a no-brainer for him to go to New Japan or Ring of Honor. I think he's going to end up in Ring of Honor and be with Roosh again. That's where I think he is going to end up. Um, New Japan to me is not out of the cards because again, I know you said there's a lot of guys in there, Alex, and I'm not disagreeing with you. The thing is, there's some voids that they need to be filled right now. evil has left, and haromo's out with an injury, and they haven't replaced those guys.
2: So, when no, you they haven't, out, so need, they need a fresh face, they need somebody that's new. That's
1: the thing, and it's somebody that when you look at a lot of the groups, when you look at Suzuki Goon, they have a variety, you know, but Zach Saber Jr., you know, not being Japanese, he's and in Doki, the Doki, Doki, a variety, right. with. Bullet Club's got the God, you know, with God and those guys, so they have a variety. Um, even the um, the um, the Empire with Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb and um 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 um, um what's his name? Great O'Con. Great O'Con. So they have a variety too. The Lij doesn't have that variety of flavor of different nationalities in no, the group. And when you look at somebody like Andrade, he would fit like a glove. Where. The only question I have is how will him and Naito get along? Because the two of them, I I could see Andrade trying to be a leader of that group, which would be very fascinating to me. Now I think Naito is always going to be the leader of that group unless something crazy happens. Um, but I think that's the perfect spot for him. And I, I, I think Ring of Honor is going to be where he goes. And he could still partner up with New Japan and do the thing. And, and that's the thing. Maybe you go to New Japan and you have some sporadic appearances with AEW because they have a partnership now. Maybe you do right. some one-off
3: yeah. who who on A one-off thing
1: with AEW, yeah. I mean, what if you did a match with Kenny Omega versus Andrade? I mean, you're talking. Mm. I mean, that's that's a five-star mm. competition. That is
2: definitely I mean, a five-star match. I mean, that's, that's, so,
1: that's something I think that needs to be looked at. And we will see... Going forward with how that goes. So other news that happened we're going to get into is I know Dave Batista was supposed to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. He has decided to take a step back because of the fan base and the fans not being at the Hall of Fame induction. He felt it was not right for him to get inducted because the fans were the reason that he was so successful in the WWE. It would not feel right for him to go and get inducted. So... Uh, Alex, I'll start with you first on this. When you hear that Dave Batista was going to go, that he decided not to, is this the right decision for him? And is this also something that you see down the road will help Batista when he does get inducted and be more appreciative?
2: I think it's the right decision and the right move from Batista because his whole career, the fans supported him. No matter if you didn't like him or you liked him or – you like the kind of athlete he was, what he did in the ring and everything that he just brought to the table. I think it's better for him to give back to the fans and be there in front of a live crowd instead of not being there in front of a live live crowd this year at this year's uh, Hall of Fame induction. So I think it's the right move. And I believe that uh, Batista is going to wait until crowds do come back. And once crowds come back, I think he's going to get uh, – I think he's going to get a big ovation, a standing ovation, probably the largest pop you'll see.
1: We're Really quick, Jillian, before you go, can I just say one thing about the Hall of Fame? I think it's a Mickey Mouse Hall of Fame. It's a Mickey Mouse Hall of Fame. I agree. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. They were supposed it's to do it. It's not at-
2: like the baseball hall of fame.
1: No, they were supposed <laughs> to do it. It was supposed to be built at Universal <laughs> Studios. It was supposed to be built at Universal Studios and then it backed out. W- what hall of fame is this then? What do I go on www.com and I see a bunch of names? That's not a thing. I mean, that's no,
2: just big, it's that's
1: not crap. But Jillian, I want to get your thoughts. What are your thoughts on Batista backing out this year and waiting maybe till next year?
3: Yeah, you know, to go off what um Alex said, you know, Batista, I think it's the right decision for him to accept it next year as opposed to this year. I, you know, as Alex is saying, the fans are the reason that he is who he is. Look at the star power this guy has—not just in the wrestling community, but in Hollywood in general. And you know, like Alex said too, you know, free time pop, now. Yeah, well, he's in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy now, so yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a Marvel fan, so. But, but, but aside that, but that, that's aside, um, <laughs> but I think, you know, when, when fans come back and you get that huge pop, all of that time, they'll be wondering, okay, well, what's his entrance going to look like? Are they going to have something special with the pyro, everything that Batista embodies, everything that he is and his persona, definitely as the animal, that's going to be something that it's just going to, fans are going to go absolutely nuts when he is inducted into the Hall of Fame next year,
1: I mean, I I went to his last match at tw- at um 35 against Triple H. I was there. I was at MetLife Stadium. I saw it. Um, it was okay. I didn't have high expectations for it. <laughs> because I knew going into it, I said the guy's been out of the ring for how many years? I mean, hey right. it, okay. it was good. I mean,
3: no, it wasn't but, gonna be like a five star match,
2: but no,
1: 10 years ago that that with his matches with The Undertaker and triple eight and those shield and,
2: and Roman Reigns, and yeah. I mean, though.
1: it wasn't. Oh, those don't even get me started, those matches were poop Alex. Come on now. Alex was <laughs> <the matches>
2: against <laughs> Shield and I evolution. know you
1: love the Shield, Alex. You can't I love the shield too, so Alex, I'm with Alex, Alex on that. Alex. Those matches were trash. Okay. They were trash. That evolution dude was so over. It was it was done. Past due time, done. The moment Frick Flair shook the shield's hands, I said this is garbage. I said, ah, because then I said, what, what, Ric Flair was one of the pioneers of the, of the evolution. So you just leaving. Yeah, it he to, was, you know, he's just going to go over and shake your yeah, hand. Like, what is this? It's like,
2: you know, but, um, um, so. I mean, But that, I do have the list of the 2021 hall of fame. Class yeah, go for of. it. So yeah, yeah. It's only been announced. That the two inductees have been confirmed. Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff. And the rumored inductees, Are supposed to be hold on.
1: Oh hold on. Peacock Peacock made a big mistake. Peacock screwed up so bad. Peacock screwed up so bad. Alex knows what I'm talking about. Peacock screwed up so bad. Julian, I don't know if you heard this. Alex, what it is really quick.
2: Of course. Uh, What happened? Uh, what happened? I forget.
1: I said, "Do you want Even me?" Even
3: Alex you, forgot what happened. It was that. Do bad. You
1: want me, Do you want me to say the rumor name really quick? That Peacock screwed up with. Yeah.
3: Oh, uh, Daniel, Daniel Bryan.
1: Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. and I texted Alex yeah, I right that. away and I said, "Alex, <laughs> you did. did you see this?" And Alex no, goes, i like, Daniel
0: like, to the, the, the Hall of it was Fame." was that?
1: I said, "I can't believe they did that." But what are the rumor names, Alex, because they screwed so we up. have British
2: Peacock. Bulldog. Uh, that was confirmed. That's not confirmed yet. No, this is just a list of like the inductees. I th- I think it is confirmed. Yeah. yeah so I mean, have- he was
1: supposed to go in last year.
2: Yeah. Okay. So there's British Bulldog. There's JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield. He's a bully, but okay. NWO <laughs> will be inducted in the Hall of Fame ceremony. Okay. under Liger and he won't do it because he can't travel. No, but he'll probably do like uh. But do it next year. Next year, yeah. He only
1: did one match in WWE, and that was in NXT Takeover Brooklyn One against uh, Tyler Breeze. It's the only match he ever did. But wow. Because yeah, they could induct him.
2: Go but for speaking it. Speaking of, uh, because with these with the two inductees that have been confirmed, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff, and and I I know this because I watched the old WCW Monday Night Wars tapes and all that from the network when i had the wwe network uh eric bischoff was the he was the protagonist of wcw he basically ran wcw for a little bit and he really helped shake the foundation for the for for monday night nitro and that allowed him to come in and be introduced by the nwo he was a heel commentator there was a lot of twists and turns. You saw the Eric Bischoff on the program and he does, he did a lot for uh, WCW Monday night Nitro. And he, he definitely does deserve this induction. I can't wait to see the ceremony. Uh, I can't wait to see what his speech is going to be like. And Eric Bischoff, he helped turn the ratings war in WCW's favor. Big time WWE for a while. And you would know this, Josh, I would say Early 90s, w, like, late middle 90s, WCW, WWE started to slip. Their ratings started.
1: 1996.
2: Yeah, 1996. I,
1: you know, you, you watched it, Alex, but I always say I lived it. I mean, I was, Jillian, I don't know if you do, I, I was a WCW guy growing up. I was not a WWE guy. I was yeah. a heavy, heavy Ws. Alex knows my story. I did not I was, know that, Josh. I was a heavy WCW guy growing up. And Eric Bischoff made the company great. And he also single handedly burned the company to the ground with his political politics backstage with the with the with the creative control and the contracts of some of these guys like Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan and Scott Hall and this and that and blah blah blah. You know, just it was it was something that I agree. Without, she's a pioneer in this wrestling business, regardless, regardless of how it turned out. He was the guy that almost single handedly put Vince McMahon out of business, business. out of business. Yeah. And it's never nobody's ever come close to doing it. Um, no, going to try, but it's not going to happen. No. Um. So to me, I think Eric Bischoff is very well deserved of it. I think he's a guy that you look back at and say, "Damn, this guy nearly actually almost put Vince McMahon out of business," and it's crazy to think that,
2: but it's true. It is true because he brought in a lot of fresh faces to WCW. Well, he inter- he introduced the cruiserweight division. I mean, I know ECW yeah,
1: ECW was. ECW was the foundation of the Cruiserweight division because they had Psychosis and Rey Mysterio and Huvit Guerrero.
2: then uh, uh B Bad, guys over. Just Go Inferno, all those all those Yeah, guys.
1: but no, but I'm saying no. The specific guys that he brought over, Huvit Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Psychosis and Rey Mysterio Alex, I don't know if you knew they were in ECW originally. Oh wow, and they were they were original. Do that—that's big. And Eric Bischoff signed them to WCW, and um, you had Jushin Thunder Liger and Ultimo Dragon, who they also brought over from Japan, and brought those guys over. So it was like, and then you had a little bit of a Japanese flavor with um with with um with Masahiro Uch- Chono, and with um the Great Muda, Great Muda, yeah. They were both also um, also there too. So that's something that, you know. Check out those matches, by the way, on ECW when you get a chance. Girl, they're all over YouTube. You have a bunch of Rey Mysterio, who, uh, Psychosis I've matches. I've seen
2: Rey time. Mysterio and Psychosis matches in WCW. Yeah, watch it in ECW. Those are phenomenal. Watch it in phenomenal. ECW
1: wow. because Rey Mysterio flies from the ring into the crowd. So and then, more. And then
2: I remember seeing a match between uh, Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Of course, but
2: um, now it's I do want to talk about uh, because I saw this in the news earlier this week. Charlie Caruso is reportedly done with WWE, uh, and uh, apparently the people backstage uh, she was con- they just weren't happy with her, and they did because she was always late to the interviews, the raw interviews that she was supposed to be at. So you had you, you had people angered. You had people backstage really angered and upset about this, and I, I, I they have every right to be upset about that because. Oh, they're
1: gonna miss her. I tell you that much.
2: No, yeah, like they will. They will
3: show up on time. I mean, it's they not that her. hard.
1: No, know. but they'll miss her, though. Yeah, I they will. What? They million. will. Her head. Her head was never all in WWE. Her head was always in ESPN.
2: So she's going to get ESP. So that's where
3: she wants to be then.
2: Yeah, you had it. It says here they had a, a number of high profile wrestlers, including Sheamus and Randy Orton, waiting, and she yeah, was I heard back that. on TV. Wow. So that yeah, I mean, really don't, upset don't a lot waiting. of people. Back, I agree. You know, I think it's
1: professionalism. I think you need to be on time. It's like us. We start a show on time. We have to end at a certain time. It's it, it's right. all about it's you know. All, it's
3: a system. If if one thing doesn't work, it's like a domino effect. Well, exactly. And then off,
1: if you think, oh, if she gets away it with it, why don't? Can I do it? Yeah.
2: Um. But what is, What are your thoughts on this, Josh? What direction do you think it's going to go? Do you think AEW might possibly let her in or? No, and he let her in. No. I, think go- gonna,
1: I think she's gonna go to ESPN, just like she's been. Yeah. I think she's gonna I think she's gonna stay at ESPN. They're gonna give her a sports center desk job. She's going to get that. She'll probably fill in on first take every now and then. Um with for, for, for when Molly's out. They'll have her do that. Um, because she's been on ESPN numerous times. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where she's going to end up. I think she was just I mean, Kayla Braxton is really good. I like Kayla Braxton.
2: Sometimes. I love Kayla oh, Braxton. I think. Um, She's fantastic. Charlie was
1: very good too. Charlie was
2: really good.
3: I always wanted too. to see more of Kayla Braxton doing interviews. Yeah.
2: and, the, and the, rest, the 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 people backstage love her. They're like they get along with oh, her, yeah. they joke with her a lot backstage. And I, it's it's uh, it's interesting to see how, uh, how people are backstage when they're not on yeah. TV because you don't see that side you don't see that side a lot
1: well
3: really quickly sorry josh i to cut you off josh now before we move on you know i think during the beginning of the pandemic kayla braxton had a like a little instagram live show that she did on called the braxton beat i absolutely love that i would tune in every time she went live and she's really good you know she gives you like this I, i don't know but i feel like she's almost, I want to see more of her after that. I wanted to see more of her. I want her to oh, see more on Raw. Because, you know, I think she's so talented and she needs to get that spotlight on her.
1: She's doing great on SmackDown, but before we begin, because we got go yeah. to go, soon, I want to get to, we'll get to one more topic. I mean, we were going to talk about the Charlotte Flair stuff, but we know she's out oh, with Yeah, no yeah, so so WrestleMania. She's out of WrestleMania, and we'll get to... Um, I know Jillian wants to discuss the rear rip stuff really quick. But Daniel Bryan oh. is now, Charlotte Flair is off the poster. Daniel yeah, Bryan Brian, is now him. on the poster. And, of course, you saw it fast lane. The heel is turned by Edge. Are we in the works of getting a triple threat match at WrestleMania? I believe we are. I, I believe, believe so, yeah. Only time
3: will tell. Only time will tell.
1: No, I think it's, I think it's happening.
3: You think so? You think it's a done do. deal now? I agree
1: As with Josh. I agree with Josh. I think I think it's it's happening. Happening. Yeah, I think it's happening. And I think right, I think Brian's one. gonna get the win. I think Brian's gonna get the win. I do. Really, I'm so yes, going you. for
3: Edge. I know, I know. You know, everybody expects everybody expects to pick Edge to win, or either
1: or Edge Roman or, or Roman Reigns. No, wins. I think Brian's I gonna, think gonna, be, gonna be a surprise. I think Brian's gonna make uh, Roman tap out. That's why I think it's gonna happen. Yep. So oh, wait, that we,
3: we we will see you in a few weeks. We will. At WrestleMania. What happens,
1: so Jillian? Before you go, I know you want to have your platform um, with with Rhea yes. Ripley and Oscar. We know that's why you're here. So, Alex Alex said Jillian wants to come on and she wants to talk a little Rhea Ripley and Oscar oh. and everything. So, Jillian, it's all yours. Yes.
3: Yeah, so I was just scrolling through Instagram. Last night when Raw was on and I see the C- WWE posted Rhea Ripley versus Asuka I go we are in for a show. Now now with Rhea Ripley coming in fresh into the raw roster, that gives you a great platform to put her on. But I think you know, I see I see some people saying, Okay, why is she already going up for the women's championship? Why is she already going for the championship? She literally just got here. Yes, but look at her resume. Take a look at that resume and then come back to me and then tell me why she deserves a shot. Now, I think this is going to happen. Make her a heel.
1: Make her a heel.
3: Make her a heel. (laughs) I love her whole just vibe about her. Um, I know we got to go to break soon, so I'm going to make this quick. I think what they're going to do with Ripley, they're going to put the belt on her. And then they're gonna have her do another storyline with Char- another storyline with Charlotte because, as we know, last year she came in, N- um, Rhea came in as the NXT Women's Champion. She lost it to Charlotte. Charlotte took it, and that was that. I think they're gonna do a revenge kind of storyline here with the two of them.
1: Well, this it's is nice. also gonna, this is giving Rhea's also platform, Alex. This is giving Rhea the platform she should have gotten last year with Charlotte, so she's going to get that platform
2: this year. Yeah, I'm still
3: pissed about that battle line.
1: I know. Listen, it's understandable. I get it. But Alex, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, really quick?
2: I agree with Jillian. I believe th- there's going to be a revenge storyline, and it's. I feel like they're going to do. They're going to make a, a heated storyline. This is going to be. Not just a one a one time feud. This feud is going to go on for a little bit, for a little while, and then this thing's going to. Once we get towards the end, once we get towards the build, the final of the build up, I think that's when Rhea Ripley is going to succeed and become the NXT champion again.
1: Well. Miss Cohen, we want to thank you for tuning in. Don't be a stranger. You are always more than welcome, no welcome to come on and tune in with us. When Alex told me you were coming on this morning, I was so happy because I haven't talked to you in so long and I owed you a phone call and I got to talk to you off the air and and it was just it's
3: nice. always and, talking to you both.
1: Well, it's always a pleasure.
2: Always a pleasure, and you're always welcome to come on with us anytime.
1: You know that for thank sure, So be good, yes. be safe, and we'll talk soon, all right. Let's talk to
3: you. now. I'm gonna go watch some AW Dark and hopefully. Go you watch AEW an
1: Dark and you have fun. All right, be okay, good. Jillian. Bye
3: guys, thanks Thank so much. You, bye.
1: The wonderful bye. and talented Miss Jillian Cohen, ladies and gentlemen. Alex, it's always a pleasure. My cat is scratching on the TV right now. Um
0: it's hey, a six it.
1: inch You know, you're gonna pay for that. So I'm just saying <laughs> that's coming out of your cat allowance, so that's that. Um, so when we come back. We have one more WWE topic, and that's breaking news. We will discuss the breaking news when we come back. For those of you that don't know, we're not going to spoil it now. We want you to stay tuned with us. Plus, we're going to get into some AEW talk. We're going to get into some MOW talk. How is MOW doing with their shows? Is Leo Rush still the champion? That's going to be talked about by Alex. And in regards to AEW, what? how did you think the promo by MJF was in regards to the pinnacle? Did it sell you? Because I know it sold me, that's for sure. When we come back right here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
0: It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio, Network. Radio, Network. Radio Network. This is the worst town I've ever been in. No! Camp is here now? Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, josh Silverberg, and Lyle Geller.
1: Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. First off, I i love the L.I.J. um drop. I got, I mean, that's the best with Naito saying, Oh my god, we are <laughs> back here, ladies and gentlemen, on Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm your host Josh Selberg. Of course, with me, Alex Lyle Gillen is off dealing with a personal matter we discussed um, in the week, but he will be back with us next week. Again, really quickly, how do you download our app and listen to our show? It's quite simple. You go to an iPhone if you have an a- if you have an Apple, you go to the i. Bleh, sorry, if you have an Apple, you go to- with your iPhone. You go to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide sports, you download our app. It is free. It's free. How do you not know this? How was that, Alex? Was that good?
2: That was good. You like that? <laughs> it's free. <laughs> It's like that commercial. Free, 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 free.
1: Exactly. Like the free, free, free. I took the laptop. I like Grant and I'm like, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> also, check us out on worldwide sports We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. Um, it's at um at W S R N. You can Check out our personal Twitters and of course at off the mat WWSRN. Am I correct, Alex?
2: Yes, you're correct.
1: Yes, good job by me. Look at that. And Speedy, the phone number is 203-903-8271. Fans, we want
2: to hear from you. Voice yeah, we your hear from you guys. Call in. We want to hear your thoughts, your opinion.
1: Yeah, 203-903-8271. It's right there on the ticker for you. It's right there. It's there and in, in white I lettering, in red line.
2: There, call. <laughs> but now oh, we have we're gonna get into some unfortunate news, and that was that the WWE tag team titles were vacated NXT, due NXT, to yeah, NXT. uh, yeah, NXT, yeah. The Oni Larkins and Oni Larkin, uh, Danny Burch, I mean, Danny Burch was hurt, and yeah. for that reason, the NXT title was vacated, and this is confirmed. From William Regal, and he announced that the NXT titles have been vacated for the due to the injury. Uh, is it no? Is it known what the injury is? Do we know?
1: I forget. I think it said it. I don't know. I mean, but I don't. Oh, think shoulder told. injury. Shoulder injury. Not much was really disclosed of that, but um, what this Annie does
2: suffered a separated shoulder. Regal yeah. told him he will be providing an update shortly to the NXT universe. And now the NXT tag team titles are vacated. Are we going to see a tournament for the tag titles? Uh, we're going to see. I mean, or, or or are we just going to have a feud between two tag teams? What I would like to see is some uh, the new tag teams get a shot. At well, DNXT. wasn't MSK? Didn't uh,
1: they they won the Dusty Classic?
2: Yes, they won. Oh, the so, so shouldn't they? MSK It should be to me. It should be MSK. Uh-huh. It should be. Uh, grizzled young veterans, mm-hmm. and I think it's sh- they should also add the uh, what's the name of that g- uh Legado del Fantasma in the mix. See, so I would have all- said, said Brizango and
1: have like an elimination four way match. But if you just get me grizzled young vets versus MSK again, I'm totally fine with that. I think what this does is this has an opening now for plenty of teams because the problem is NXT is really lacking. The They're lacking vision. Yeah. I mean, they got MSK, which was a huge get for them, Alex, but they still need they don't. It's not what it was a couple of years ago when you had no. so many really good TAT teams on, on on, the roster. I mean, it's just lagging right now. And I think what this does is this gives an opening to those TAT teams for sure that are needed of this push. And we'll see. Of course, we hope for Danny Birch. Um you always feel bad when somebody gets hurt, and it's an unfortunate situation. But um, we'll see how it unfolds going forward. But I like your idea of adding, uh, you know, with the, with the three way. I added another team in there. You make it a four way, uh, you know. And then uh, this sounds like a porno video that we're talking about right now. We're saying four ways, so you know that's a very exciting. Uh, I mean, four man tag team match, not that kind of four way. There is it. So I mean, um, you know. Let's get into a little bit of um aw Alex because really, you know, we gotta discuss about the promo by MJF and I alluded to it before we went off the before we went to the break. Is what did we think of the pinnacle? First of all I love the name the pinnacle. I think the pinnacle is a really creative name. I think it's something that stands out because you're the pinnacle, you're the top you're the of top, yeah, you're the top you're of the, the top stable. Game. Yeah, you are the top stable. It's very different than because I remember when we had John Draper on a few weeks ago. We, you know, John mentioned, oh, is it really the same without Ric Flair being there? And I understood what he was saying. I understood it completely. The difference is they're making it something different because there's five guys in this group when you have M- MJF, uh, Wardlow, FTR, and Sean Spears. So you have five guys. And Tully Blanchard is 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 essentially playing the role of J.J.
2: Dillon, yeah, he's, he's essentially he's the, the mouthpiece. Alex. He's essentially he's
1: essentially the mouthpiece next to MJF. Exactly. Um, you know, pretty much, Tully's gonna be. Um, I don't he's know. If basically, you gonna
2: be the team's manager.
1: Oh he's yeah, gonna... I don't know if you remember the old the old videos of the Horseman, Alex, where JJ Dillon was the manager of the group, and he would talk sometimes, but then you had Ric Flair, and Ric Flair was the essential of how to talk in wrestling. That's why you're going to have Tully Blanchard be the J.J. Dillon, and you're going to have MJF be the Ric Flair of the group. And then you have, you know, the other guys will fill in the place. They will fall into place. The warlows, the Sean Spears, the FCRs, they will all fall into place. But the guys that are going to stick out to me the most are going to be Tully Blanchard because he'll be a mouthpiece – but this is this is MJF's time to shine. I mean, oh, this, yeah. This By is
2: MJF's. Do you, like
1: really... you like this group idea, Alex? Do you like the name of and like the group idea? Did you like his promo?
2: Oh, I loved MJF's promo. I think his mic work is fantastic. He always adds a different layer to his promos and he makes his promos interesting and he really grabs the attention of the audience and he doesn't let it go. He keeps the audience focused every second in these promos. And that's really what you have to do to make yourself known in the wrestling business and really climb to the top. And that's why he's the leader of the pinnacle because MJF represents that he is somebody that really changed. He's, he's basically the next, next level. He's the next level up of, of a uh, Rick Flair. He's the, He's the biggest thing in wrestling going today.
1: I, I think with MJF, he's good in the ring. He's not great. He's good. But what sets him apart from everybody else, and I know everybody says, oh, well, what? what? The thing is, I, I a couple of guys that say that to me. One is is Randy Orton, the way he is on the mic and in the ring. And by the way, if you didn't check out the uh, Broken Skull Sessions, which don't call it on the WWE Network, go check out the interview with Randy Orton. It was awesome it was i watched the whole thing it was great um and then there's mjf and what mjf does is he brings me into a promo so much where i can't stand the guy he's so douchey yeah he makes you hate him that's
2: the the point of it
1: yes and that's the beauty of it yeah it, it, it stands out he stands out to the point alex where it's God, you want to hate him so much when you hear this promo, but holy crap, he is so good. He is such a, a – he's such a dick. He's, he's, he, such a, he's, and he's so good at it. Like he's begging the inner circle to come back. He's taking their locker room and he's saying, this is mine now. You have nothing to do with it. You watched Jake Hager laying on his ass from a beer bottle the other day and it was – Sammy Guevara is wearing a chair, like a necklace around his head. And it's just little things like that. And it was like, and then he said, the biggest thing was, I guess I really am Judas. Because if you hear in the song of Jericho, Chris Jericho song, it's about Judas and turning on this and everything like that. So to me, I love this idea. I think this is going to go places. MJF has a shot at being really the, one of the faces of the, I'm not going to say the face. There are plenty of faces. Yeah, they are.
2: There's, you don't have to have one. a
1: singular. You don't have to have a singular face in a in a. No, company. you
2: can have multiple.
1: You know, you, you can have multiple faces in the company.
2: MJF is going to
1: be one of those guys if he's not already, and he's just his stardom is like
2: oh, up. Oh yeah, this
1: way his stock is risen and it's amazing to see how fast and he's so young i think he's 20 he's so
2: great at what he does he's 23 24 i think he's 24 I believe. and it's, it's he's
1: from my neck of the woods he's right from he's right here in he's from long island my my cousin my cousin actually went to high school with him knows him and it, it it's crazy to see how he, does well, so, he, he
2: does such a good a good job at, uh, making people hate him. He gets legitimate heat. He's the best like if you it. saw uh, if you saw Chris Van Vliet trying to get an interview with MJF. MJF is like, "Uh, go away!" Like, uh, uh, Alicia Toot. Yeah, we had
1: Alicia on a few weeks ago. And she like, described the interview re- with the nickname that was given to her,
2: and it just exactly. came out. Like meet and greets over. Meet and greets over. Yeah, go
1: I mean that's the thing. I mean then, it's so funny. If you watch the thing that really caught
2: my attention was his promo at Fighter Fest, I think, was it last year? Where he was just taking shots at the fans left and right. And those are fans that paid to see, to get the autograph from him, his own fan base.
1: And he took shots at them. mm -hmm.
2: And Uh, the funny thing was, was, the the funny thing was, was the thing. That's not really how
1: he is, by the way.
2: The thing he said in his promo really got me because. It it, it it just shows how much he really takes jabs at people, and he doesn't care. He just doesn't – he really – he has that side to him in his character. You see it all the time on TV. You see it all the time on AEW Dynamite. And the thing that caught my attention was the jo- uh, the comment he made where he was like uh, uh, something about uh, – a TLC six hundred pound wife joke or something like that. Oh, he,
1: yeah, I can't keep up with the jokes he makes, but it's 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 just he's gold. But let's get to more stuff. Uh, something that really stood out to me, Alex, and I want to get your thoughts on it because you're well, you're you're wearing a T-shirt that's going to lead into my next part, and that's um, you're kind of seeing the dissension with Kenny Omega. And with um, with Kenny Omega and with the Young Bucks and with uh, Anderson and Gallows. And I want to get your thoughts on it, because if you watch BTE also this week and I, I don't watch BT anymore. I can't remember. We had we, we talked about it with John. I, I, I just I can't watch anymore. It's so bad. But I wanted to watch one clip of it. And it was Hangman Adam Page hanging out with the Dark Order and Matt Jackson. After he got truth from Matt Hardy, that it was Matt Hardy that sent those texts to Hangman Page saying, we're not friends anymore, blah, blah, blah. Matt was going to talk to Hangman, but Hangman was partying. And Matt just saw in the glass door and he walked away. It's almost like, and and Lyle brought this up to me in the past, that this Hangman Kenny thing could come back again. I didn't think it would, and I think it's going to. What are your thoughts on how this Kenny Young Bucks thing is going? And when I touched, told you, I know you didn't see the BTE thing, but when you when you hear it and you play it in your head of Matt trying to go talk to Hangman, what kind of long-term storyline does that play into this whole thing?
2: I think it's basically a redemption storyline for <laughs> for Hangman out and page because – all of his friends basically him, him. all of his friends yeah all of his friends left him, and he's like there's that he originally did not want to be a part of a group. The Dark Order kept pushing for him to join the group, and he's like, I don't want to. I don't want no part of this. Leave me alone. Go away. Uh, this is. Uh, I tried being in groups before. It didn't work out. That kind of thing. And we're we're. I think it, we're now that he's in the Dark Order. I think the dark order is going to really push his character really bring his character to the next level and i'm very interested to see if how how the young bucks come into play on this cuz i think the young bucks are somehow going to have a confrontation with the dark order down the road probably see, i
1: think not con- i think they're going to have the confrontation with gallows and anderson and omega and I think hangman is going to eventually gonna eventually come out somehow. and save them and it's gonna be a yeah. of that sort. And you're gonna have Elite A. Well, it's not even the elite, really, because the elite was the Young Bucks, Kenny, Hangman, Marty Skrull, and Cody. And that was the elite. Mm-hmm. Gals and Anderson weren't in the elite. So no. it's but it's they were at the the pinnacle, of the formation of the Bullet Club when it started with Prince Devin and those guys, and then Kenny came along. And it's- but you get what I'm saying, John. Yeah, I do. I, I completely understand what you're saying. It's it, you know what it is, and and Lyle told me this. It's long term storytelling. Exactly, It's going to make its mark when you see it with Hangman and Kenny. That's but I
2: do, is- I do think. I do believe that Kenny Omega and uh, the Young Bucks and Dark Order are going to get thrown into a mix some way, somehow. We're oh, gonna absolutely. I think
1: it, it, it's almost inevitable. And I think when you – I, I like – the one thing I like about AEW is is that they don't jump the gun and do things. No,
2: you know, they, give you, they give There's you – There's things I don't like and things that I
1: do like. You know, one thing I do like is their long-term storytelling is they don't – they kind of fixed it. With, remember, we had this argument with Christian last week with Lyle. I didn't like that Christian was coming in um and getting a title shot. Well, they fixed it because now even Christian said it. I'm not getting the shot now. I got to get a few wins under my belt, but I will see him down the road. Mm-hmm. Now I'm okay with
2: now it. Now I'm okay with it too. Now
1: I'm fine with it because yeah, we're fine what I'm doing is – your and again they do that stupid rankings thing that they still put on their Twitter page. It's so stupid. There's no point of it. It doesn't even exist. The rankings don't exist. Um, my other thing I wanted to ask you is, I know we gotta go to break in a few minutes.
2: What were your thoughts on how Brian Cage was with Sting? And oh, I was. That surprised oh. me. That surprised me because. I was shocked. I was shocked. I didn't think that Brian Cage... I didn't think anything would come out of his mouth. Well, a face turn is... Was, I think a face yeah. turn. I, didn't, I think we're seeing a face turn. That's, I think that's what it is. Because I heard, we all heard it. We we heard Brian Cage say... Uh, uh, Dar, uh, he said that I'm not talking to Darby Allen. I'm talking to you, Sting. And that I respect Sting and Uh, you are still the icon to me, that kind of thing. But the key is, though, he said Ricky Starks is wrong. Yeah, he said Ricky I took that
1: and I said, whoa.
2: Whoa, yeah.
1: I said, now you're saying one of your own boys
2: is wrong? And then Taz is coming up like, what the hell is wrong? What the hell are you doing? doing?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. What stood out to you the most with AEW this week? Was it anything that I said? Was it anything anything else that you thought that really stood out to you the most? I mean – We didn't even get into the Lights Out match.
2: The Lights Out match was phenomenal.
1: That was, in my opinion, one of the greatest women's matches I ever saw. And that might be, in my opinion, the best Dynamite match they've ever done. In my opinion, that is the best Dynamite match they ever did. In my opinion, it is. It was unbelievable. Kudos to Thunder Rosa. Kudos to Britt Baker. That was incredible what those women did to each other. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they it, went
2: all out. They didn't hold back. There were thumbtacks, there were ladders, tables, steel chairs. They just used everything they had in that match. And we all say Rebel sucks, though. She's <laughs>
1: terrible.
2: Yeah, He's I agree. <laughs>
1: he swings
2: the thing so
1: slow. It's like pre play. <laughs> God. And they were
2: just, yeah, that match was unbelievable. What stood out to
1: you, Anita? Was anything that I said, or was it anything else that you're you're thinking of?
2: uh, The one thing that stood out to me was uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus the Good Brothers, because we saw. uh, It was a good dynamite this week. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, it was a good uh, dynamite this week, because we saw. the, the good brothers gang up on Moxley and uh Kingston, and they kind of dismantled Kingston. They kind of like tried to injure him. I think they didn't injure him because the doctors kept checking on him at the end. The young Bucks came
1: out and helped, and
2: yeah, they were trying oh, to. The help.
1: opening match was good too with Cody and uh Pentel Zero.
2: Yeah, that was phenomenal. Oh, I- was AEW great. to me, I think it it measured up this week. It was, uh, yeah, I thought
1: both shows did.
2: Yeah, they I both, both did.
1: shows absolutely measured out this week to the point where I stood back and I said, Whoa, I said, hold on a minute. Now we have two, a plus shows this week. This is a nice little trend that we're getting here. The only problem is you see on the ratings, who's going to get the better ratings. It's going to be, um, A-W. W, which is why mm-hmm. NXT moving to Tuesday nights is going to benefit them very very dearly but again that that
2: yeah that, that match was
1: incredible
2: yeah they tore it up in the ring it was one of those pro- you said it it was you
1: think that's how it was going to go did you think that's how it was going to go
2: no I didn't think they were gonna go that extreme but they did and the fans loved it the audience loved it and it, it, it got received very well it was it, it it basically was the highlight of aew this week. And the match was incredible. They just were just the amount of athleticism that we were seeing in this match between both women was incredible. And Thunder Rosa, she brought out that MMA side that she always likes to use and used to her advantage. And, and, I did see something at the end of the match at the, uh, after the match was over and that Thunder Rosa had won. And this is something you normally don't see, but it kind of caught my eye because I saw Thunder Rosa leaning leaning down at Britt Baker and saying, uh, thank you very much. You're awesome. And Britt Baker was saying uh, right back at you.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I thought that was a praise of a sign of respect. And then you see it by the way, Tony Khan is such a nerd. He's such a nerd when he talks. It's like so mm-hmm. weird. It's like so he goes to the Brit Baker, he goes, That match was phenomenal. It was so good. Oh no, you did a great job. You really did. Like it's so nerdy. Speedy can <laughs> even attest this because Tony can't he can't even match a football team. He matches more about his wrestling company than he does his football <laughs> team. You know what I mean? It's like horrible. I mean, he's so nerdy. Um, where is Speedy? Is Speedy there really quick? Speedy, what's your thoughts on Tony Khan being an owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars?
4: Well, whoever owns the Jaguars is not exactly smart and they haven't been smart for the last thirteen years. So
1: there you go, baby. That's <laughs> what I talk about. He talks more about his wrestling prompt than his own football team or his soccer team, because they both suck. So where <laughs> is that? <laughs> yeah. When we come what did you say, Speedy?
4: Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of, isn't it Tottenham he owns too? Uh, that, is that the, that the team? I don't know
1: what to there. But I know, I
4: know there's a lot like, of disappointed fans of they're
1: them. They're in last so. place also. They're in last place too. Yeah, but, so
4: I know but, the, the few but, soccer fans I do know, they're disappointed in them if they're, if they're Tottenham fans. But, but the Jaguars, but, they've been dysfunctional for the last 13 years.
1: Speedy <laughs> and Alex, remember, his wrestling show was in first place in the ratings. Remember mm-hmm. that. <laughs> remember that. A- when we come back here on Off the Mat, we're going to get into some MOW news. As I mentioned before, did Leo Rush keep his championship? And what's next for him? Alex is going to give an update on MLW. We're going to get into some New Japan as well. Will Ospreay, he's getting that mega push. It is time he's gotten it. We're going to discuss it all when we come back here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
0: It's, it's, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Oh, Are you ready? Yeah. See <laughs> Now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gallen.
1: Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Hour two. There's my fingers. Hour two. Couldn't find them for a second. Here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, this is off the mat, joining you every Tuesday from eight to ten PM, right here on WWSRN. And I'm going to say it again: How do you download our free app? You go. If you have an Apple, you go to the If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. You type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. We're on WorldwideSportsRadio.com as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube,
2: Periscope.
1: Alex, how can the fans reach us as well on our Twitter's and our website? And we have.
2: So you can reach me on Twitter at Show Slows. You can eat uh, reach Josh on his Twitter at Josh Silverberg. You can also check out the website Off the Mat wwsrn. Link is in our Twitter bio, and you can also follow the Off the Mat Twitter and Facebook. It's the same for the Twitter all, at Off the mat, wwsrn two zero
1: three nine zero three eight two seven one all right alex this is your time i know big eight big mow guy you are i'm getting into it as well so let's let's recap the fans really quick what is it that stood out to you the most about mow and what's growing about the product right now
2: so the thing that stood out to me the most on mow this week was the the build up with uh, Mil Murtis and the match between him and Pero with Selena D. Lorena. Uh, this was a match where Mil Murtis was on full display, like the underground is really starting to heat things up in MLW and make their presence known. And the thing is, Mil Murtis he took the title from Alex Stone, he didn't win it. So, to me, I don't think Mil Murtis is the rightful rifle champion, rifle champion, it's still Alex Hammerstone. And Alex Hammerstone said in his promo to Mil Murtis, if you want to be the rifle champion, you have to beat me. You have to go through me first. Then you can call yourself the champion. Then you can call yourself the national open weight champion. So to me, I think there's going to be a matchup with Alex Hammerstone involved against Mil Murtis. And uh, we also saw a tag match between Lost Parks. It was a a three-way team tag match. Fusion main event, Lost Parks, Contra Unit, and Injustice. This match was phenomenal. I I love seeing uh, Lost Parks in action. I think that uh, Contra Unit very much delivered in this match. And uh, they took the match to the outside, Contra Unit and Lost Parks. They focused on Injustice throughout that whole match. And the alliance between these two teams did not last long once Simon Gotch got a hold of that kendo stick and started to beat down L.A. Park. And this this is uh, one of these matches where Contra unit was the main focus so and Lost Parks kind of brought in a twist to this match as well and I think we're going to see Lost Parks eventually um eventually they're gonna have a, a wait no they are the tag champions right now yes they are the MLW tag team champions currently but this does beg the question, Josh, who do you think is going to take on, uh, lost parks next? Cause you got contra, contra unit who wants to tag titles. You got an adjusted injustice, Myron Reed and, um, What's the other guy's name? Are the to-
1: Von are the Von Ericks still there? Or are they not there? Yes,
2: they are still there. The Von um, Eric, I believe, are gonna be in, in the tag in this uh tag team uh storyline as well.
1: I, I I love where they are at with those two, with Marshall and those guys, they're so athletic. Because so currently athletic.
2: they're up against uh filthy Tom Lawler. Yeah, because Tom wow. Lawler, Tom Lawler got involved got involved in their match at Filthy Island, and this is uh basically just Stuck his nose in their business, and and uh, they are not happy about it. It's no,
1: but I, I think when you uh, the the Von Erichs are a team that is so underappreciated, you know, and it's it's amazing because you would think with the last name that they have, you would think oh, they should get all the gold, but they've been tag team champions before, so they have the experience to do it. Yes,
2: they definitely do. You know,
1: what I want to ask you, how our boy. Leo Rush keeps taking on all comers and is still the middleweight champion in MLW. And what is next
2: for the the hour? I love this match. I I like that MLW opened the show with this match. This was a 60 minute time limit match for the MLW Fusion Middleweight Championship. Uh, Leo Rush took on Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman answered the challenge and this match was back and forth. It was intense. They both showed off unique skill t- skill set. I liked that aspect of the match. And Leo Rush took control all the way through that match, even with the aside moonsault on the outside the ring. Uh, I believe that Brian Pillman brought some energy. he brought some huge offense, but it was not enough to beat down Leo Rush because Leo Rush is quick, he's agile. He can get around anybody at any moment. He can turn things on a turn the match on a dime and really just turn the whole complexion of the match around. And uh, we saw, uh, I, I love the match. It was great. Uh, Rush bounced off the bottom rope. I like how he brought in the cutter off the rope and then the final hour for the frog splash for the win. So he won that match, and he is still the open. He's still the. The middle open weight champion there, yeah, I believe. Uh, I don't know who's gonna who he's gonna challenge next. I mean, he keeps having these open
1: challenges all the time, and nobody has stepped up. I know he's getting ready for low key for WrestleMania weekend. He's getting ready for that big match that he has coming up, which is going to be a, a, a which is going to be a banger with those two. I don't know um, who's gonna step up to
2: challenge him next. Uh, the thing that would shock me the most is if we see somebody from Aztec Underground challenge him. Could exactly. be, we could. I mean, no, I, no I, mean, you,
1: I think you could, ex- you could expand on the challenges. I think it. it I think
2: to me, the next challenger that would be, he's not really. Is he? No, that guy's not middleweight. I was thinking of him, but I'm not gonna. Uh, I was thinking of Calvin Tankman. He's a heavyweight. So yeah, Calvin cool. Tankman's
1: a heavyweight. So, I, like I checked him out after you told me about him.
2: I checked. Yeah, him his out. match was great. Yeah, but he's
1: too big of a heavyweight. I mean we'll just have to wait and see on that one. But yeah. Alex, I, thank you for the um MLW. I do want to add a little
2: bit more oh, yeah. to it because uh Aztec Underground, they're trying to basically build their faction in MLW. They've done a great job of doing that. Uh there was breaking news. Uh there's a storyline between TJP and his former tag team partner, Bu- uh Buku Dao he was found unconscious backstage so that leaves a question who 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 attacked him who was it i'm not sure we don't know we'll find
1: out you know that's for sure i mean that's isn't that the beauty of storytelling mm-hmm. it's just going to drag and it's going to lead but was we'll he i mean um
2: you know but jordan he, oliver man he's he's one of my I like people. jordan oliver yeah he's great
1: i like jordan oliver he's he's growing on me yeah, he really um, is. Really is. Um, that's definitely somebody. But let's get into the big thing now, Alex. With with New Japan.
2: Yep, the Alex New Japan man. Cup tournament.
1: Yes, I have, uh,
2: the I have the the final bracket in front of me. The whole it,
1: Alex, go for it, man.
2: So the first round was Kojima beat Jeff Cobb. Naito beat Great Oka. Oh wait. Oh no, Great Khan beat Naito via stoppage. Uh, Toriyano won by a Island and bad luck, Foley. Tai Chi lost to Hiroki Goto. Okada lost to Shingo. Minoru Suzuki lost to. Oh, no. Minoru Suzuki beat Hanma. Juice Robinson got submitted, I think, by Kenta. And then Will Ospreay beat Hiroshi Tenzon. Zach Sabre Jr. Defeated Gabriel Kidd, Yuji Nagata defeated Yodo Tuji, Sonata defeated Tomorishi and Chase o- uh, David Finley defeated Chase Owens. So that would go into the second round. Evil beat Jeff Cobb, Great Okan beat uh, Toriano beat Gra- Great Okan. Shingo Takagi beat Hiroki Goto. Uh, Kenta beat Minoru Suzuki. Osprey defeated Zack Sabre Jr. That match was phenomenal. Uh, I, I, That was the first match that really caught my, caught my eye in the New Japan Cup. I had four people that I picked this year, and they were all eliminated. All of them fell like dominoes. They were gone. And my picks were, they were Evil, they were Sonata, they were Jay White, and then they were, uh, Kenta. So, the, so those were my four picks, and they all got eliminated, which is crazy to think about. And uh, David Finley, he beat Yoshihashi. Jay White defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. Then it would go into the quarterfinals. Huh? Jay yeah.
0: White was the one I
1: picked. Yeah. Yeah. Evil.
2: Evil. Beat Toriyano. Shingo defeated Kenta. Will Osprey defeated Sonata. David Finley defeated JY. And then it would go into the semifinals on March twentieth. Evil lost to Shingo. Uh, Will Osprey lost to Shingo Takagi in the finals. That uh, and then before that, Will Osprey defeated David Finley. Then it went into the finals, and Will Osprey defeated Shingo to become yeah. the winner of the New Japan Cup in 2021. What were and your you
1: get thoughts? The opportunity for uh, against um, Babushi. Babushi. Uh, it's um, the title Abushi,
2: opportunity. Yeah. Yes. So this is a huge, huge moment for the United Empire because they they recently just started as a faction. This is incredible to see how far they're coming along they're, they work very I think they're well. gonna be growing soon yeah they're i think they're adding more i now. think they're gonna
1: be growing soon i think this was since their fashion has kind of started it's been kind of weird they they you had will osprey um lose to okada at wrestle kingdom and then you had also had great okan lose to um hiroshi tanahashi so i was kind of like what so yeah like doesn't so nobody gets the win. That's weird. They just started this. That's kind of like a, a buzz killer. The
2: person who's really been the powerhouse, the the, the 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 suplex machine of the group. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Cobb. Uh, I watched all the sing, the six man tags he was in. He won every single one of those six man tags. Well, he made the right decision.
1: He signing him in New Japan. He had a you remember. He did a one-off with AEW. He had a choice. He he had contracts out for um, NXT, AEW, and New Japan. And I believe Ring of Honor, no, Impact. Impact was the other. And he chose New Japan, which will benefit him greatly because what's going to happen is they have a partnership with AEW. So he could eventually still do his matches Mm -hmm. on AEW, but also be a force in New Japan,
2: which and he's is been think, a dominant force. You just the amount of wins that he racked up, that's incredible. I saw
1: him that's the, first,
2: unbelievable.
1: the first time I ever saw him fight, I was with Lyle. We saw him at the G one super this is gonna actually this is kind of full circle. We saw him at the G one Supercard show in twenty nineteen at Madison Square Garden. He was the opening match facing it was the um television championship versus the never open weight championship and his opponent was Will Osprey and now so they're sure teaming it is and he beat Will Osprey <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's kind of like full circle it's like wow oh my god so two years ago they were fighting each other at the opening match at G1 at Madison Square Garden now they're a team and it's awesome, it's to, awesome see to see that yeah it's- it is i like i like where this faction – they needed this
2: they did. They you needed something new. They needed a new twist, and they got. They needed
1: a new twist and need to build something. Now the question is, do you give the reins to Osprey? Now, I don't know if they're gonna let the belt come right off yet of Ibushi, but then again, we've seen New Japan have uh, quick fixes with the championship belt, right? Where mm-hmm. Jay won the belt, lost it two months later to Okada. But we the to, to, to Jay White. So we've seen this before where we don't know what their thought process really is. No. I mean, we thought we thought Ibushi was gonna win both matches in, in Wrestle Kingdom last year. And he now only lost to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, he lost to Jay White the next night. Mm-hmm. So we I never know what I, I call it, I call it the new Japan swerve. Mm-hmm. that's what i call it because i never know what their thought process is i never know what their feeling is and what they want to do where they want to go with certain things i'm curious how they go about this with will osprey because now you're it's called what the what's the empire called? it's called united you know, empire United empire is and now uh, and he's a leader, the he's
2: the wonderful- leader
1: and, and they're gaining momentum mm-hmm. so now they're gaining momentum. If you have him lose to a bushi, it's like, okay, does that momentum stall? Does it stop? I don't know. New Japan does a very good job at still building guys up, even after a big lost matches that they usually
2: had. Something tells me that someone what, in you. Some I just thought of this. Something tells me that the United, someone in the United Empire, is gonna get involved in this championship match and try to cost Ibushi both belts. Yeah, probably be Priestley. It might be Presley. Yeah.
1: It might be B Priestley. Be yeah. It might, it might be her. Yeah. Be B Priestley. It might be. Maybe there's a new member. Maybe,
2: maybe a new member. Is. I mean, maybe they need to. Maybe they, it's they, Andrade. They maybe, Andrade. Draw. <laughs> maybe it's Andrade. Oh, Dryden would be
1: interesting. I just think he would be – I don't know if he fits there. That's just my only thing. I, I It's such a – it fits like a glove, the whole thing, with LIJ because he was a part of LIJ, and he fits the Tranquilo. He does the Tranquilo stuff. He does the thing. It's going to feel like he's out of place in the in – the, in
2: the, um, oh, I can't forget the name. The Empire, the, the United – United Empire
1: united empire it's almost like will he fit with that i don't know we'll see
2: but to me I this was just two years in a row to me the new japan cup has done amazing two years in a row the the first two years i've seen it it's incredible
1: who won last year
2: oh uh, i'm not sure who won last year i don't remember was it no it was evil evil won last year yeah
1: oh yeah duh of course was it Evil that won? Did Evil win something else?
2: No, Evil won the tournament last year.
1: So, I mean, they did that. And again, they swerved everybody, right? He mm-hmm. turned on New, He turned on L.I.J. He L.I.J. joined,
2: joined the, Bowl the Bullet Club.
1: He joined the Bullet Club. So it's almost... Oh, yes, that's right. Because they had to push the New Japan Cup last year. That's mm-hmm. right. They had to push it. That's why it was late this year. That's right.
2: Um, There's also something I wanted to talk about. Because I was watching right. the New Japan Cup at one of the shows. And then I'm watching the match. I'm watching the second, uh, the third match in the New Japan Cup event. All of a sudden, the camera starts to shake, and I'm looking, and I'm like, uh, yeah. "What is going on? Why are why are people freaking out? What what's happening?" It was a 7.0 magnitude earthquake that hit right during the live event, as the live mm-hmm. event was happening, and I, I it shocked me because it was unexpected. I, I it was some I I didn't I didn't see it happen didn't see it coming. What were your thoughts on that, Josh? Did that startle you? It started yeah, I,
1: I was watching it too and I, I saw Jay White leave the ring and I saw Jay White come out of the ring and I said well, why, what happened and then they showed the ceiling and it's like the lights are shaking and everything. And I said the, and then I, I knew right away it was an earthquake. Um when you see that and then Cotto's leaving looking, the ring at that
2: everybody down.
1: Yeah, they're, 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 they're leaving the ring at that point. Because like I said, that was during the Jay White match, if uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. Yes, and it Jay, was. White, Jay White looked at the ref and he left the ring. And I said, what's going on? I said, what? And then... Um, I'm just glad everybody's okay. Yeah, I'm glad everybody's Um, okay. You know, it's a scary thing when something like that happens. You don't know what to expect with something like that. I mean, look, you're talking about, um, it happened in the World Series many years ago between the Athletics and the Giants during the World Series. You know, your father would know this, Alex. Mm -hmm. Um, it was in California. It was in, I believe, San Francisco when the earthquake happened during uh, the World Series. And people were like, what's... What's happening? What's going on? We don't know what to do and this and that. Thank you, Speedy. 1989. That's my numbers guy. That's my numbers guy right there. Speedy, Speedy. <laughs> that's it, man. Speedy, I bet you can't guess the attendance on that game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Josh, what was your favorite? I got to ask you, what was your favorite yeah. moment from the New Japan Cup this year? What, what was the best match in your opinion? Because to me, the best match was Shingo and Osprey.
1: It was. It was the finals. Um, it was definitely the finals. And the thing about it is because Shingo and Will have chemistry. They've had a five star match before. Mm-hmm. They've had a five star match from from um um Dave Meltzer. They right when Shingo joined Lij, remember they had that match. I believe it was for the. I think I think it was in the um the junior the junior tournament. I want to say it was. I believe it was, and. The they did right by putting those two in the five. I think Shingo's and Shingo's an absolute stud. Yeah, he's I, a monster. so go look at when you get a chance, Alex. Go look at Dave Melter's listed five star matches when we're done with the show. You'll see Shingo's on a few of them. He's a guy that is so underrated in the ring. And he's a guy that he's got charisma. His costumes are awesome. His entrance is great. Everything about him really is a sticking point because he, you can make the case as great as Naito is and and Sonata is, he might be the best, and Haroma too. He might be the best wrestler in that group. Oh, yeah. My fault. Like enough. You know, so that's, that's, and then of course you have Will Ospreay who is blossoming before our eyes.
2: Um, and it's, I mean, it's amazing to see how how United Empire is growing rapidly. And
1: I mean, I I, I was watching Will Ospreay before anybody even knew about him. When he was in the, when he did his when he did the, even before New Japan, I used to watch his stuff when he was in Ring of Honor and he did his stuff for um in the Japan and in the in the in the British company he worked for. And I I bought his first ever uh T-shirt from New Japan. I bought it, the one with the with the British flag, where he's on the kneeo, and it's got chaos on the sleeve, which kind of makes it outdated at this point. But it is what it is; can't help that, you know. Um, but Will Osprey has always been one of my favorites. Um, Will Osprey is a guy that is so underrated. You can he's <clears throat> he's one of the most exciting guys to watch night in and night out. He and 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 I hope when we have more travel. For AEW in New Japan, we can get a, I don't know, Kenny Omega, Will Osprey. We could get a Will Ospreay. I don't know. Uh, I want to see. On.
2: Hopefully we get uh, Hiroshi Tenzan, uh against uh, Brian Cage. That'd be cool.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Very cool. But it's just so many different ideas you can have with this partnership now because it looks like Impact's a part of it too. And the fact that Ring of Honor partners with New Japan. And it's like so many different things revolve in your head, Alex. I know when you're thinking of all these partnerships, you're thinking of all these dream matches. You're like, oh, my God, this can happen, this can happen, and that can happen. And that's why when travel restrictions level off,
2: yeah. hopefully
1: we get – I don't know if we're going to get Wrestle Dynasty this year.
2: I don't know either.
1: Madison um, Square Garden, I think we might have to wait till next year yeah. when we really get it. Um, And if they do get it, it's going to be so limited that New Japan is going to lose so much money that it might not even be worth it for them to pull the trigger on doing the show at the Garden. I know it's a sexy idea. It's a great idea. They want to do it. You can have a jam-packed house, especially if you add a W talent to that card. If you add impact talent to that card if you add certain ring of honor talent to that card it's going to be mostly new japan talent but if you can add an aw talent to that card that card is going to be a banger in regards to wanting to sell tickets i mean you're talking about maybe god versus the young bucks you're talking kenny omega versus kota ibushi you you know will osprey versus uh maybe penta el zero or something crazy like or you know Ray Phoenix, you know, you, so many different ideas you can get with this that I think New Japan has to be, and they've been very patient and they're going to mm. want to do this. I think you have to see how it goes. Yeah, Bye. you do. But if June, I think June could be a telling point where this show is going to go. Because if you can't sell it at full capacity, which they're not going to be able to at that point, to me, it's not worth having. No. Look, I'm vaccinated, so for me, I wouldn't worry. I can go. But certain people are not vaccinated that are wrestling fans that can't get the vaccination, that want to go, and they can't go, and it sucks because then that's going to – you need a sold-out crowd for that show.
2: Yeah, you would. You need a sold-out crowd for big events like that.
1: Especially at Madison Square Garden. Dude, I I told you, Alex, if it happens, you could come to New York and stay with me anytime Going to a wrestling show at Madison Square Garden is like nothing else you've ever been to before. I love it, dude. Um, So there's that. When we come back, now the fun is going to begin. We're going to have our push fire job. Who are the names we're going to pick? We're going to have a little bit of trivia as well. Fans, call us up. Speedy, if you could just put the number down on the ticker really quickly, just so the fans, get, if they want to get involved, 203-903-8271. Thank you, Speedy. 203-903-8271 is the number for the fans to tune in to call in. Come join us for trivia. You know, we want to hear from you. And, of course, Alex is going to have his big this week in wrestling history. It makes its return back here on Off the Mat. So when we come back, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Okay, level off on the rest of the talk. Have a little fun and games here on Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It,
0: it, it's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Radio, Network. Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you! Always oh, True! Hey. Now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowes, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gallen.
1: Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, the final few minutes we have here on Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, of course, with Alex Lowes. I'm Josh Silverberg. Uh, welcome back again. How do you download our app? I'm going to keep harping on it. It is quite simple. If you have an iPhone. You go to the Apple store, you type in WWSRN and Android. You go to the Google Play Store, you type in Worldwide Sports, and also Worldwide SportsRadio.com. Check out our website. It's got everything you want on there. It's all free as well. Really quick, guys, before we get to your this week in wrestling history, we have breaking news according to FIFO.com. They have announced as the next Hall of Fame inductee for the 2021 WWE class is going to be Rob Van Dam. So RVD is going to be the next hall of famer as Alex does the RVD, uh, thumbs. So that's, uh, looking like it's going to be the next, he's going to be the next guy in the hall of fame class. It's well-deserved. And, um, it's awesome to see. I know I think he's he's still contacted by Impact, but we'll see if they let him do it. I'm sure they would. Um, so that's just news I wanted to share. Alex, what are your thoughts really quick on Rob Van Dam being introduced and in, inducted?
2: I think it's – a. I I I like it. I think it's a smart move from WWE because Rob, Dan, Rob Van Dam was a part of the Attitude Era. In the late 90s Then it went into the 2000s And he was part of that He was also part of the ECW invasion Against WWE So there's a lot to that There's a lot of memorable moments That Rob Van Dam had in his career Matches against The Undertaker Big Show You name it, everybody So I I think this is This is is not a surprise to me RVD grew up as one He was one of my
1: favorites growing up Um, He was a guy – I still remember his match at one night stand against John Cena in ECW when he won the championship belt, and that was cool to see. But I grew up loving Rob Van Dam. He was a guy – I mean, he was everything. He was the whole effing show. That's what his nickname was, and he he was awesome at it every night. He was Mr. Monday Night. I mean, that's just his nickname. And in ECW, he was great. But uh, congratulations to him. Well-deserved for sure. All right, Alex, what do you got this week in wrestling history?
2: So this week's wrestling history is TNA Live from Friday, March 23rd, 2012. And this took place at the First Arena in Elmira, New York. Uh, Attendance is unknown. This was not a pay-per-view. This is just a regular show. The first house house show, yeah. The first match was Mr. Anderson against Robbie E. And Mr. Anderson defeated Robbie E. Gail Kim defeated Mickey James for the TNA knockouts championship. Austin Aries defeated Zima Ion for the TNA X division title. Rob Van Dam defeated Magnus. Crimson defeated Gunner. Garrett Bischoff and James Storm defeated Bully Ray and Kurt Angle. So you got, you got a a, a nice card here. Yeah. You got a big, big names in here. You got matches that sound like they were very interesting because they probably were. Uh, the one that catches my eye the most, Rob Van Dam defeating Magnus. That yeah. that's, that's a, that, that might have been an interesting matchup back in the day, 2012. I didn't watch TNA back then, but I, I saw bits and pieces of it because I'd be flipping through the channels and I'd get, I'd get caught on Spike because it was on Spike before. And I, 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 remember
1: I... It, I remember watching it when it, was when it first started. They were on Fox Sports. Oh, my God. Going way back. Wow. Way back. In 2005, 2004. I, I told you this story. I was at lockdown. hmm 2005. I told you that story. I mean, I go back when the installation first happened, when Jeff Jarrett held the TNA Heavyweight Championship. He was wrestling Ron Killings, who is now known as R-Truth, for that belt. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how – that's how far I go back with TNA. I mean, that was when TNA was freaking awesome. That was when TNA was great. It's still really good. It just doesn't have the following that it should. But um, that's, that's it seems like a very, in my opinion, a very solid show. I think, you know, like I said, I think TNA's had
2: uh, deeper. Uh, they've th- had deeper th- shows, deep deeper rivalries. Deeper rivalries. Uh, one that I've seen before was Austin Aries and Bully Ray, that rivalry with hawk hogan in the mix and i remember seeing this because nobody knew who suicide was at the time and uh, hawk hogan was like who are you and the question uh 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 suicide was like the question is do you know who i am and he took off the mask Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes
1: yes 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 i remember and he, yes, he I remember. had the
2: x division title
1: Yes. Yes, he did. All scenarios. Yep. I remember that he created that uh, idea mm-hmm. where they gave the opportunity to, to cash it in for a championship opportunity. I remember that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's going down memory lane, really. Fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god, it makes me feel old, man. Oh, God. All right, Alex. So we're going to get let's let's do some uh, trivia. Yeah. I'll do some trivia. Let's do it, man.
2: Trivia. So who was the first NXT champion? This is easy.
1: Oh that's easy. That is uh what is it? Is it it's um
2: Monday Seth night oh,
1: Seth Rollins? Yeah yep. I almost said Neville. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was bad. That was bad. Come on, give me like a tough one. Give me like one. What year did like, really
2: WrestleMania something. seven take place?
1: Oh for God's sakes, I said tough one. I didn't say impossible. Um <laughs> Oh, uh, what was that main event? Was that? Crap. What the hell was that main event? That wasn't Slaughter Hogan, was it?
2: Yes, it was. Was it really? Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> Does it actually say that on there?
2: No, but the year was 1991.
1: I got to look this up quick. Was that really it? I got, I mean, I yeah, believe. The year was
2: 91. 91.
1: Uh, uh, WrestleMania 7. Hold on one second. Oh my God. What a pathetic life I live. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. I got the main event right. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, if I told my wife that, my wife would say to me, she would say, You can't remember to close a draw, but you remember the main event for WrestleMania 7. <laughs>
2: I got a difficult one now. Who were the oh, first... Man. What was the date of on that one, by the way? What was the date? 91. I Let's don't know the, oh, the date. I don't know the date. Oh, who, you said had... the... Mm. who were... I got a harder one. A oh, difficult oh one. great. A harder one. That's great. Who were, who were the first IWGP tag team
1: champions? Oh, my God. What? I mean... Did it involve Chono at all? Nope.
2: I didn't think so. Who is it? Kengo Kimura and Tatsumi Fujinami.
1: <laughs> They're <What>?
2: Japanese names.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know they are Japanese names. Alex. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, fine, fine, fine. I got, I got one for you. Okay. I'll start easy for you. Who was the first ever NXT North American champion? Adam Cole. I was just going to say Alex. Come on now. (laughs) I was just going to say. Okay. Where was the first AEW pay-per-view held at?
2: Mm, First one. Dang, is it Chicago?
1: Vegas. Remember, double or nothing at MGM Grand. Dang it! thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then I'll do one more. I'll throw one more your way, and then we'll get to job uh, push fire a job.
2: I got. Then uh, you, though. you, know,
1: you can Give me one more after two. Okay. Um. How many times did The Rock and Stone Cold face each other at WrestleMania? Seven. Seven?
2: I think it was three. It was three. Oh. Who won Who won the first New Japan Cup tournament?
1: What the hell? <laughs> what year was this?
2: I'll give you a hint. Great. We are, yeah, his, his theme song has a guitar riff. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yep, he won that. The first one.
1: When did that start? I wonder when that actually started. That's interesting. You know, should we throw Speedy one?
2: Yeah, throw Speedy one.
1: Speedy, where are you?
4: There oh, yes oh yeah, yeah I get to I get to do one by the way before lot. before you get to that Josh ask him, I wa- ask
1: him ask him like the easiest 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 yeah. one. I want to Josh I just
4: want to say something before you before you ask the question uh I looked up yes. I, I made a random guess on your attendance thing with the the athletics Giants game three that World Series game I was about 5500
1: yeah. off <laughs> oh <laughs> Well, my question to you is this. Were you impressed at the fact that I got the WrestleMania 7 main event correctly? That's- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs. Melissa's going to be like, so you-, so you remember that, but you don't remember to put the postseason put away. <laughs> I want to give Speedy the easiest question. Give him the easiest one on the planet.
4: Who formed the Bullet Club first? I couldn't tell you that.
2: No, I couldn't tell you that. Yeah. No, tell you that. <laughs> nope. Not
1: okay, fine, oh, fine. Okay, fine. I'll give you one, Speedy.
2: By the way, that was that's Prince. The Debit. Easiest one. That's Prince no, Debit the,
1: Debit that did that. No, no the, yeah, that's, the, that's, the that's easiest valid. one
4: for me is uh, the the that Andre the Giant was in the Princess Bride. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much all, by all wrestling Speedy, I wrestling <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: Speedy, I got one for you. Who? Okay, hold on. I have to think of this one. I know one. Who was a topic? Who were the two wrestlers that was a topic on the weekend crunch? Oh, yeah.
4: That was Hulk Hogan and mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy... Oh, what's the last name? Savage, I think it was. Yeah!
1: yeah. <laughs> Good job, Speedy.
4: Josh, I
2: got one more for you. Oh, who for was the, This okay. is easy. Who's the first Tiger Mask?
1: The first Tiger Mask? How is that easy? <laughs> How's <is> that easy?
2: <laughs> Maybe you it's
1: easy. It ain't easy to me. Um, you, know. Yeah, like I was supposed to know that. Come on, Alex. I got the Alex, Alex, I got the WrestleMania seven main event correct. I mean, come on. we should have ended. The, we should have ended this discussion after that happened. <laughs> All right. Let's get into push, fire, or job. I got a first name for you, Alex. Thank you, Speedy, for helping with that. Um, I got an interesting name to start with you first. You got to think about this one, Roderick
2: Strong. Push. That's so easy. You think it's easy? I, Why? Because like he's 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 a great athlete. We've seen mm-hmm. him in many different matches. He's he's been in matches against his own undisputed era buddies. He's been in a match against oh, Finn Balor. Yeah, now
1: he's gone off of that, though. So now he's yeah. single.
2: So, so now, do
1: you still push him though?
2: Mm, maybe not. I would say.
1: Oh, you're thinking back now.
2: Yeah, I would oh, say job. I job, I you, you
1: had to think about job, it for a minute. You jumped job, in the minute. You, said, you said you jumped as a. You said push, and I said, but no, I wouldn't job. I would still push him. to get him the North American Championship. I would still give him a chance at the North American Championship. He's mm-hmm. too good of an athlete. Um in my opinion, he's still too good. You know who I would job? Who would you job? Cameron Grimes. Well, <laughs> you know, do you hear my cat meowing in the background? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um all right, I got another one for you. This this will be an interesting one. Okay, private party.
2: Uh push because they're just a good tag team. Like the matches prove it.
1: But now where are you so you're
2: jumping the gun
1: with this, Alex? You're instantly saying boom, boom, boom. You gotta think about it before you say it because then when you look back on it, you're because gonna Because
2: now say, Hardy's oh. kinda like lifted them up, made them made them look good.
1: I know he's lifted them up, but at the same time it's almost like to the point of you know, my thought process with the whole thing is with Matt Hardy is is he holding them back kind of with his stupid gimmick?
2: Yeah. So okay,
1: okay, fine. And then you could give me a few after. Okay. Um, Master Wadu.
2: Oh, I'm not gonna job him, and I'm not gonna fire him.
1: Wow, so that leaves only one option left out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. We call that process of elimination.
2: <laughs> well, maybe actually, I would. I'm gonna job him. Yeah, I'm gonna job him.
1: Okay, so you're gonna job him. See, it's tough with him.
2: Yeah, because he but hasn't really good- gotten. Goal. He hasn't really got a good matchup yet to really show his athleticism, Master Wado. I would probably just keep him. Yeah, I'm gonna job him because they really just haven't. They really, and new Japan hasn't really put him on full display yet that and that, and uh, we haven't seen one match yet where he's gotten a championship opportunity. So I would job him. But uh, who else would I have for push fire job? I would say Shingo Takagi. That's going to be a push because he is a heavy hitter. He's a powerhouse. He's a submission specialist he's somebody who never quits in a matchup and he he's won he's won the tag titles before I think so yeah he's definitely gonna be a push uh who else can I think of um, I'm thinking really hard about this um show show would definitely be a push and then it's now time for the finishing move so my finishing move is we are going to uh for wrestlemania i'm excited about wrestlemania but here's my thoughts on it and the uh the main what the main event's gonna be uh i think i I think the main event's gonna possibly steal the show and I, I, I would like to see Daniel Bryan go over and, and win the match and beat uh Roman Reigns and Edge, but it has to be a good fight. There has to be back and forth. There has to be just an all-out brawl in the match. There has to be some twists and turns. There has to be some suicide dives, just throwing caution to the win. And also, there's another match that I'm really looking forward to is... I want to see Randy Orton, and I want to see how the Randy Orton and The Fiend thing comes together. Maybe The Fiend will have a match with Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Who knows? Hopefully that happens. Or we get Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, the type of style where it's a false count anywhere match. And if you want to know more about WrestleMania, uh, you can check out check out my article on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network blog. I wrote a very good article about WrestleMania and how I see the show turning out. I also wrote one for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So I highly recommend checking those articles out because articles they're good reads. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show. Speedy, do you want to tell the fans where they can reach us, how they can uh, download the app? I'll also, Uh, where they can follow the worldwide sports radio network and how they can uh, contact off the mat. Yes.
4: You could download the app worldwide sports radio, uh, WWSRN on iPhone in the app store or on Android worldwide sports radio network. You could follow the worldwide sports radio network at WWSRN underscore radio on Twitter and Instagram, Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Facebook and YouTube, and then Off the Mat is at Off the Mat WWSRN on Twitter and Facebook. Stay tuned tomorrow. We got three shows tomorrow. How you know at one p.m. We got the Sports Hit List at four p.m. and Errol and myself on Below the Mic at six p.m. So stay tuned for all the great shows here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
2: That's gonna do it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed, please be sure. To come back next week, next Tuesday, Lyle Gillen will be back with us. And uh, stay tuned for a great show next week. We got a lot in store. Uh, st- uh, that's gonna. Do it, that's gonna do it for this week's show. And we'll see you all next week, same time, same place. Have a good night, everyone.
0: I must beat you, at you, So say with me now if you know it. Goodbye Mwah! and good. Thank you for listening listening to Off the the Mat mat on the Worldwide Worldwide Sports Sports Radio Network. Network. You're all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.